3: Welcome back. We've got a big hour and lots more. We're going to talk about odors and how important it is to have one that really fights for you, the way John Middleton and Jeff Lurie have done for many years in this town, unlike the winter teams, which we will also discuss. But on live with us right now is our football expert, sponsored by Panther East, the premier distributive safety in the Philadelphia region. Go to panthereast.com. The the Gridiron Genius, uh, GM Shuffle mm-hmm. podcast. Mr. Michael Barney is with us. Hi, Mike. Good morning, Angelo. Hey, Mike, we're going to just start with this because you have worked for a number of great owners in football. How important is an owner to winning championships?
0: Well, I think it's the number one essential ingredient. And I think what what fans don't understand is the, the most important thing an owner provides is alignment. So whatever, how Jeffrey runs his Eagle team, it's all completely aligned. It's, it's, it's from him through the organization. And that alignment allows everybody to understand their jobs, understand their roles, and then act upon those roles and handle that. So it's really important. And, you know, a lot of these owners in the league, they don't understand how to create alignment. And, and that alignment is why there's so many teams that, that are back and forth. For example, the Houston Texans, there's really no alignment there. You know, the general manager is kind of from one school of thinking. The head coach is from another. When you don't have that alignment, you can't win. All right. You
3: uh, work for Al Davis. You work for Robert Kraft. You work for Jeff Lurie. I know I'm leaving out some other big-name owners. Who is the best?
0: I think the i mean i worked for eddie de too and he was wow. by far the best uh, you know he was he allowed bill to create the alignment within the company and he was overly generous with his and i was a young man at that time and i didn't realize i thought all owners were like eddie but all of them that i've worked for every owner that i've worked for has been you know art model was great he was impatient and he was impetuous but it was fun to be around him you know, I, I really haven't had a bad experience with an owner other than when I was in Cleveland where, you know, the owner would say one thing, Jimmy Haslam, and then a day later he'd want to do something different. And that align, that lack of alignment is what kills you. All
3: right. He, he uses, uh, we always use culture, but he's yeah, saying alignment. it's all got to be the same philosophy. Mm-hmm. Let me get to, uh, Mike, let me get to the Eagles on uh, Sunday against the Titans. What did you think?
0: I thought it was really, really good. I, I thought what they did was, was exceptionally uh, uh, smart in terms of they came out knowing that, that it was going to be tough sledding to run the ball, to use their 6 back attack. So they decided to run a more of a play-action pass game and attack the weakness of the Tennessee defense, which was their corners. And they allowed Hertz to make all his throws off a of play-action, had a lot of easy throws. Not that you know, he throws a great deep ball. And that allowed them to get the lead. And when you got the lead on Tennessee, you basically told Tennessee you can't play this game anymore. So you took Henry out of the game, and you put the burden on their offensive line, which isn't very good at pass protecting. So I thought it was the right way to approach it. It's going to be the same approach they need to take against against the Giants this week, which is because the Giants, they want to play a slow, methodical. they got to stay attached, get the game to the fourth quarter, try to win it there. And if they have to throw it 50 times, they won't win it, and it's the same thing that Tennessee did. Once Tennessee it became a passing game for Tennessee, they had no chance to win.
3: Uh, Mike, I, uh, what we saw uh, you know, without the uh, authority that you have, we saw a lot of fixes. We saw an Eagles team that was tackling poorly suddenly handle the run a lot better. And I guess the thing we came out of it with, if you could stop Derrick Henry on 30 yards, then saquon barkley shouldn't be that hard for you right is that too simplistic a look at it
0: well i mean it shows you can play better run defense and obviously sue getting in there and and you know jordan davis coming back all that that helps them helps helps you in in terms of that but it's a different offense so what this giant team tries to do is they try to stretch you horizontally. They try to make you defend the width of the field with their bootlegs, their nakeds, and then that opens up that hopefully loosens up the inside. Whereas Tennessee was trying to run a lead back attack. They were trying to run downhill, and the Eagles mastered it. And, and once you got Henry to redirect, it becomes a, he becomes a different back. And, again, without Tannehill's ability to make plays in the passing game, they had no – once Burks got hurt, I mean, who are their receivers on Tennessee? My Lord, they don't have any skill at all. So you really weren't threatened on the outside,
3: oh, uh, but but they don't have any receivers because they traded AJ Brown, yeah. and
0: it got the GM fired. But was I don't that think that's really got him fired? Ad- you Ad- Ad- don't, Ad- 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 no. Do you think? I think that was culmination of things. First of all, you know, remember two days before the draft, the head coach said we're not going to trade AJ Brown. Yes. And then the general manager traded him, so I think he embarrassed his head coach. But I think more than anything, I think what happened in Green Bay after they beat Green Bay on that Thursday night game and they fly home and the and the offense coordinator got a DUI. Now there's no alcohol that's supposed to be on any airplanes. Oh. And so the general managers in charge of that, you know, and so that that we haven't seen the report coming out of the league office on what's going to happen, but I think there's a lot more to that than actually his bad drafting and the decision to trade this. He got a contract extension last offseason, John Robinson we're talking about, and a lot wow. of and, and he got that even though he had a lot of bad drafts. And made some bad trades. So I think there's more to that than meets the eye.
3: All right, Mike. ESPN has an analytics department. And they said that the Cowboys are (laughs) 50-50 to go to the Super Bowl and have the best chance of any team to win it. You buy that?
0: Well, I don't buy much that comes out of that analytic department. I mean, they told me last week that Tua played really well. I mean, I like, I, you know, it's like I read that stuff and just say, where does this come from? It's like pro football focus. You know, they say this guy is the second best tackle in all of football. And I'm like, oh, we're watching a different game. I don't know how you can make that statement. I really don't. I don't know where they get their numbers from. But you hide behind a curtain. I mean, this is what happens is like – You know, you make an evaluation. I make one. Either you're right or wrong. But when they do it under the guise of our stat department, where does this come from? I mean, is this the bat computer that runs the numbers and Batman says, (laughs) okay, here's what it is? I mean, I just ignore it. I mean, it's really just a click. You know, it's like, oh, who's going to sign Odell Beckham? You know, they need more clicks. Odell Beckham's – I was told Odell Beckham's not going to – he's not even going to be healthy for eight more weeks. So who's going to sign him? Who's going to – is he going to play in the XFL? Because that's the time he's going to be ready to play. (laughs)
3: oh uh, this is how good Mike is. <laughs> he anticipated my next question. I'm not even going to ask it now. OBJ, uh, uh, Marcus Hayes did a terrific call about it. It doesn't sound like the uh, AJ Brown even wants no. him in the room. No, it, Don't blame but him. he's not going to I, play, right, Mike? He's you? not going to play like, anymore. Anyway. Why, why would you? Yeah.
0: He's not even healthy. He he provides clicks for the worldwide leader. That's what he's providing. <laughs> he provides conversation. He can't pass a physical. I mean, and and the fact that. And the fact is, we have such a hard time, and don't get me started on this subject. We have such a hard time of when a player was once great. This happens in basketball. I won't mention the players, but it happens in basketball where we still think the guy's a superstar when he's yeah. not. <laughs> <And> that's bell. <Adele. laughs> that's it.
3: Yeah, I, I'm with you. All right, Mike. How big a threat are the Giants to spring an upset on Sunday?
0: Well, they, you know, look, the Giants play one way, right? They're they're really good. They played great red zone defense all year. They're good on third down and they've got to methodically, they've got to run the ball. If the Eagles force Daniel Jones to participate in the game and make him have to throw it and and force him to throw a drop-back pass, not a play-action pass game, then it's going to be really challenging. It's going to be critical for them to play from in front because the Giants can't hold up playing from behind. Look, Uh this is the Giants' season. The Giants have to – their schedule is, is so hard. They've got too many games. Uh, they got to play Washington again next week. I mean, the Eagles are the much better team. The line moved from seven to six and a half, which was somewhat surprising. I, I think the Eagles, if they get ahead of them, I think they'll they'll route them.
3: Mike Lombardi, always bringing it. Mike, love it. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, Be man, well. Too. And uh, let me just say, Alda, that uh, this ties in with uh, an obsession that Merrill Reese has developed. All right, oh, yeah. Merrill Reese. Mm-hmm. Now, before the opening toss, coin toss. Yeah. He roots for the Eagles to lose. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? He wants yes, Hurts to have so the ball I. first, yeah. score the touchdown, and have the lesser opponent play from behind. Yeah. And you know what? It's, uh, it's surprising to me that the coach, that Siriati, has it going, you know what, it works better if we get it first and score. We should do that. Even if they win the toss, they should take the ball. All right. That's what Mer- Merrill does this every week. Now it's very entertaining <laughs> to hear Merrill go. yeah I hope they lose the toss. Uh, and he goes, uh, uh, the opponent picks tails. And he goes, uh, heads. And he goes, ah, oh, damn, defer. <laughs> he doesn't want to defer. All right, let's go back to the board. Mike's up from Douglasville. Hi, Michael. Hey, how you guys doing? How are we doing? We're eleven and one. Of course, <laughs> we're doing great. Nah, you said it wrong. We're going to be twelve and one. All right, you're sure of this?
1: Yeah, I don't think – the way the Giants have been playing lately, um, you know, I think the start of their season was a little bit of a farce and maybe just catching guys off guard a little bit. Their offense is not talented at all. I mean, their hope is Daniel Jones is going to run for 100 yards. I mean, Saquon Barkley, yeah, he can be a little scary, but, I mean, I think I heard in the update he's banged up. Um, so, I mean, once he gets banged up, it's it's like he has a different mindset. Um, I mean, as long as we can play mistake-free football, we shouldn't have an issue.
3: I will say this. It'll be fun to watch the sidelines. Sirianni, that's nasty, Nick. Uh, Rhea, you know this. There's this a different Nick on the sideline oh, that no ever doubt. shows no himself. Doubt. He the, goes crazy. And Dable. <laughs>
2: looks like Dayball, he's going to have a heart attack every play.
3: Dable looks like Curly in the Three Stooges <laughs> before they go, the Limburger cheese. Remember they gave the Limburger cheese to <laughs> calm him down? whoa he's going nuts on the sideline he goes crazy mike you got to see this guy he's he's not his face gets all red you look at him and you say this seems like it's dangerous for Dable. he could have a stroke he looks like
4: the chris farley character who lives in a van down by the river
3: <laughs> no it's That's it's right, really man. it's crazy and i just hope that a couple of early calls go against the giants so i can see that because he will go berserk it's wonderful all right, uh, you get first crack at Winner and Weasel. I got Middleton and ESPN. Who do you have, Mike?
1: Hey, super quick. Did I hear that uh, Ava Graham's going to be in my town this weekend? Rhea, do we uh, know yes, anything about this? Uh,
2: that's what I have on the uh, yeah the Bud Light thing. She's going to be at Island Pizza. Ah. Oh,
3: all right. Yes, Here we
2: go. It says, uh, yeah, Island Pizza this Sunday, Eagles Watch Party. Uh, yes, Island in Douglasville.
3: Should be awesome, a party, bye-bye. All right. Tell me what you got. Um, I mean – I guess the easy one, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, winner, Al Nye. He is again the NFC Player of the Week. Rhea is the judge of this. Rhea, Middleton or Hurts?
2: Hurts is winning so much right now. Yeah. I got to yeah. keep That's it with, with him. Middleton.
3: That's why I didn't pick him up. <laughs> Mike, thank you for the to call. Share
2: the, share the limelight.
3: No, I, Rhea, I've picked him like six times <laughs> this season already. He wins all the awards. He is the MVP. Two one five five nine two ninety four. 592 949. If we come back, we learned something yesterday about the importance of owners in, in sports. Because John Middleton uh, agreed to pay 300 And I didn't include the other players he's paying, too, oh. that they just signed. And he, there's more to come. And, were, and, and Al, it does not sound like he's done. It sounds like he's ready to dig in again. And uh, that's a commitment to winning. And we're going to talk about how they did it, how he did it, how Howie Rosemary and Jeff Fleury are doing it with the Eagles, and how the winter teams are not doing it. And why is that? 215 592 94 Jump on now. WIP Sports Time is six, six, uh, 7 16. Let me tell you about BetMGM, an official partner of the NBA and the Philadelphia 76ers. They have a slam dunk offer right now for basketball fans. You can place a $5 wager on any NBA game. If the Sixers are playing at home and they score 110 points or more, you're going to receive a $5 free bet. Enjoy this NBA season like never before with BetMGM's innovative parlay selection features. Boosted on specials, daily promotions and more. Download the app today or go to BetMGM.com. Get a $5 free bet if the Sixers score 110 points at home. 722 on a football Friday here from the Borgata, but we got a lot of good baseball, too, because mm-hmm. Trey Turner made his introduction to the city, and uh, he will be on our show at 9 o'clock, Nice. Al, and I know what I want to ask him. Al, yeah. he has once been clocked. Running, 23 miles an hour. Okay. Is that, What's that like?
5: I don't know. I know he pops up quick from a slide.
3: No, Al, 23 miles an hour. Yeah. Is that's that, fast. Yeah. No, that's not fast. That's, like, insanely fast. What's that? When did he start doing that? Was he at a schoolyard at recess, and he was running past everybody? When do you get that? And then when you say to yourself, wow, how do I turn that into 300 million? So <laughs> what is <laughs> Think about it. Just think about being having that talent given to you that you can run that fast. I've never heard that put in a speed limit. I mean, is that no? It's it's in Wikipedia. Yeah, but what
5: does it mean in terms of getting space. first base? All right, Rhea, I don't
3: need your acerbic approach. Really? This is real. (laughs) He he runs twenty-two point seven something miles an hour. So in one hour. No, no, he can't run an hour. <laughs> doing That's a sp- what the hell are you talking about? Well, I was just going to say. What it you only have to run, uh, you run 90 feet. You just run to first base. So- 23 miles an hour. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Anyway. He's only going <laughs> 23 <laughs> miles an hour for the last I'm just season. trying to yeah. tell you. I yeah. want to find out when he realized, oh, wow, I can run faster than everybody else. I'm going to be rich someday. <laughs>
2: Here you go, Alan. This is probably better yep. than Wikipedia. Per StatCast, yeah. his average sprint speed is 30.3 feet per second. Wow. Ranked okay. in the 99th percentile.
3: Wow. Why? Wow. He's very fast-run. Yeah, and then I would like up. to know when that first started and how he turned that into $300 million. It was but, the hide-and-seek. Here's the thing, though. That's not really what I want to talk about. I was just fascinated by it. I don't want to ask about it. But uh, uh, Trey Turner... Yep. One of the reasons that he ended up siding here yeah. and turning away forty-two million extra in San Diego, where that's where he started his career. Okay. He was drafted by the Padres. Yeah. So to to take that money, and he, one of the reasons was the commitment the Phillies have to being a success. Listen,
5: playing on a winning team was was really important, and uh, an organization that wants to try to win championships for um, not just one year but a long time. And uh, John and, and and these guys, Dave, have have committed to that, and that was that was a factor. They were uh, playing really good baseball at the end of the end of the season. It looked uh, not only fun for the players, but for the fans. I, it seemed like um, there's kind of that family aspect, um, and they were in it together, and, and I think that was more what jumped out to me is how much fun the players were having and the fans together uh, than anything. And, you know, you could hear it through your TV, how loud loud the stadium was. And, um, and I played here many, many times, but I don't know if I've ever seen it like that. All
3: right, uh, Marcus, let me go through this. Yeah. And then, Al, I'm going to get you in here because okay. you know more about the inner workings of the Flyers than anybody. Uh, uh, the Phillies lose a heartbreaking game. John Middleton th- is he upset? He's angry. He's upset. <laughs> he is. Uh, he's he's angry. Angry. He is upset. It, it it sticks with him, right? right. Like a yes. fan, right? right? Uh, Eagles lose a heartbreaker. Jeff Lurie. He's intellectually distraught. He's <laughs> 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 all right, Al. He's upset, <laughs> but it's intellectually. Yeah. All right. Um. The uh, Josh Harris, the Sixers lose on a three-point shot at the buzzer. Right. Josh
4: Harris? Before the ball hits the ground, he's in his helicopter heading
3: back to New York. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. He's getting over it real quick. Yes. All right. And finally, uh, Comcast owns the Flyers. Brian Roberts. Uh, If the Flyers lose on a shootout, right, Mm -hmm. is Brian Roberts destroyed? He'll he'll get it. Yeah, he's not happy, but... He might get a tweet alert.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Somebody's going to have to tell him. All right, somebody's
3: going to have to tell him. All right, Marcus, doesn't that suggest that the owners that are emotionally committed, that they are fans like us, are more inclined to do what it takes to put a winner on the court or on the ice or on the field than the guys who are not? Uh, You're not going to like this answer. I don't think
4: so, because the Phillies just missed the playoffs for, like, a decade. Right. You know, so it's not like John Middleton wasn't spending money for four years after he got Bryce Harper. I mean, Jeffrey Lurie has a salary cap, so he spends the same amount of money as everybody else. So, I mean, you just have good owners and you have bad owners, and the good owners, the difference between good owners and bad owners, and Mike Lombardi talked about it, is everybody is aligned, and you have the right person just below the owner, a Dave Dombrowski or a Howie Roseman, making good decisions, and explaining to the owner, this is why we need to do it.
3: Al. Yep. When the Flyers lose, which is quite a, re- a regular happenstance, yeah. yep. Brian Roberts is the owner of Comcast, and they own the Flyers.
5: Right. Does it bother them? I mean, I'm sure they'd rather win, but <laughs> it, I mean, I think what you're looking at is like yeah. the Rangers and the Knicks and the on the corporate report it's other business right yeah, yeah. Uh, that's so the problem yeah so but al. i mean but you can win like that if you just let your if if the general manager y- if you're just going to hand it over to the general manager say here you run this part of the business i think if you're a big company cranky one has won what with the rams and the avalanche last year all right i
3: think he has any i mean all right but but al he cares he really cares it means a tremendous amount to him in his everyday life that his teams be good. Yeah. To me, that's a big factor in whether you're going to be a It's a
5: big factor to the fans. As long as you win, you, got, you win, but they'll, they, you're looking for a face is what you're looking for. I'm
4: looking for, well, for a know, nice, best, simple explanation. The best example, of, to prove your point, is Robert Kraft.
5: Robert Kraft. And yeah. yeah, now they lose it up, Brady. Alright, so you're but right, he does, but it's but he not does care. like it's
3: not bothering him. He does care. He wants to do and it again and yeah. they're trying to win. Yeah,
5: yeah, but but there's a difference when it's your business. Like right. I know you didn't care for Snyder. I
3: understand I, you didn't, he didn't win for the last forty okay. some years. But the fans loved him. I love him too. They loved I, he work, we work for him. Yeah. He cared. Yeah.
2: I that means something to me. Yeah. But yep. then when you lose, you get. Al, you said yeah. the best thing. It's the face. People yes. know who they Jeffrey Lurie face. is. They yeah. know who John Middleton is. They even know who Joshua Harris yep. is. Yep. There is no face to blame. You know, you could say general manager all you want. No. But, you know, you the owner is the one that has to be the main person.
3: Uh, uh, there's a place. lesson here, whether you guys want to grasp it or not. You have to resonate with the fans. You have to feel what we feel. And then there's a better chance you're going to win. Doesn't guarantee anything. No, but. You could have 10 bad years like the Phillies did. But But you know those 10 years Middleton was going nuts.
5: Do you like Dolan? No, I hate Dolan. Okay. If the Rangers win the Stanley Cup and they got. The Rangers are not winning.
3: Because Dolan's there. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're not winning. They're not winning because James Dolan is their (laughs) own. I'm just telling you now. I know they look great. But you see what I mean? You've got the face. At least there's something there. At some point, Dolan will do something to screw it up. That's what I'm telling. You. Let's go to the phone. Jeff's up from Camden. Hi, Jeff. Jeff, are you there? Jeff. Jeff is not there. Let's try Charlie. Hi, Charlie. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Angela. First of all, I called in the other day about the ESPN statistic on mm-hmm. Eagles. I didn't get a chance to thank you for everything you've done, man. It's been great.
3: Well, I've done it for money. But well, I appreciate. Kind of that. Guy, you,
0: know, you know, we're not what the guys say in *The Godfather*. We're not communists. <laughs> uh, Charlie, Angelo, my weasel of the week is yep. San Diego Padres. Somebody just paid them forty-two million dollars not to play for them.
3: It is isn't amazing. Al, I would love to know what they were saying after they lost. Uh, Turner for mm. three forty-two, yep, and Judge for four hundred million. They
0: were saying whiskey tango foxtrot. <laughs> <laughs> no. How
3: do you? That's three quarters of a billion jo- dollars that players would not take go. to go there, yeah. and it's San Diego. I know. There's I know. no better place in the world to live. It I, might, it might yeah. be better playing baseball in New York. I, I guess, but I, it's, wow, that's gotta hurt. Yeah, nobody wants to dance with you. And then Bogarts finally took their money. Yeah. Right? And, oh, I hit a bad spot there, Al. Uh, how did well, the you Red want to talk Sox about lose? Them?
5: Because they have become a bloodless, yeah. analytics
3: driven machine. They don't feel and it. And the fear is that they're going to win that way. I don't think they are. <laughs> I don't think they are. All right, so you got, who, who is weasel? your weasel, Charlie? I want to make sure I understand this. Who you got? My weasel was the San Diego Padres. Padres. So somebody paid
5: $42 million not to play for
3: them. Uh, we- Al Morganti. Nah, no, they offered the money.
5: How can you be? No, that?
3: not going to do it. <laughs> no, All right, Alex up. is on his way to cheer up for his team 100 miles away. Hi, Alex. Hey, morning, crew. Hey, first off, I want to say, Al,
1: congratulations on getting to
5: the ball. Thank you. I didn't don't get any money warm. for it, but he got no money. So
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be worth something. <laughs> no, Car was name on it. Um, right. I'm, I'm driving from Chicago into New York to go to the game, so uh, I guess I'll do an Eagles chant when I get to the stadium.
3: Hold on, you live in Chicago? Wow.
1: Yeah, I, I called in the beginning of uh, opening day. I was on a train going to open.
5: Oh, you probably don't remember. I've heard of people driving to Chicago, but not from. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right, so you're currently driving from Chicago to the go to the game Sunday at the Meadowlands, and you're an Eagles fan. Is that right, Alex? Uh,
1: born and raised in Philly, I live in Chicago,
3: and. You- Oh, I can't, it's, all right, you're blipping. Uh, wouldn't you think Chicago would have good Wi Fi out? What the hell? He's, he's probably, he's probably uh, in the middle of Pennsylvania. Alex, we're going to put you on hold to try you back in a I think minute. The Eagles are Just going see there. What, see if that we... clears up at all. Let me go to Lauren mm-hmm. next. Hi, Lauren. Good morning.
1: Hey, guys. Uh, hopefully, I have better Wi Fi out in Medford. But, uh... <laughs> How are you, Lauren? <laughs> good. So, I don't expect you to remember, Angelo, but I actually interned with you guys about 18 years ago.
3: When you were over, you know the Ben Franklin Bridge. Um, wow, that was Rhea, oh, that dad, was Fifth uh, Street, Lauren. Yeah. Th- this is how sad it is. I meet people a lot now. Yeah, Ria, I meet yes. them and they say that they were with us, and you don't remember them. How do I not remember them, <laughs> Lauren? How long were you with us? Six months? Uh, I guess it was just the summer. So, but I came back and visited a little bit. Uh, Rhea,
2: my dad actually took care of you. Um. Huh. Your shoulder or something? Oh, my doctor. shoulder, yes. Oh, okay. No. Is that <laughs> right, Dr. Lauren. McPhillamy? Dr. DeLong. Oh, Dr. DeLong. Gotcha.
3: <laughs> All right. It's not yeah, remembering anyway, too much okay.
2: either. Yeah. No, but <laughs>
1: I feel yeah, better. You guys for
2: staying on the AOs during like the
1: pandemic and everything. It was really great, you know, home from work. Just yeah. You, guys a constant you awesome. know, a lot
5: of people give us credit for that, but to be honest, yeah. it was the best. We got to go out, go to work. Yeah. not be stuck in the house. It was awesome. Oh, no, it really, <laughs> it Lauren, Lauren,
3: we got the best deal of anybody. There was no traffic. There. Al's 100% right. We The idea of just being trapped at home all those days, it was, so it was good. not that great. It was better to be where we were. But Lauren, no, I thank great. you for being a part of what we are. What did you take away from being with us? <laughs> so,
1: no joke, Angelo, you were one of the toughest Bosses I've ever had. The first day, you wanted me to find Marty Jones's favorite color, and I, I'm like, <laughs> no. not even good dial-up wow. internet, bad wow. dial-up internet. Is that like- <laughs>
3: well, they're colorblind Wow, well, Lord, I apologize internet. for being overly demanding. I'm only learning now though. what a jackass I've been. I'm only learning now. <laughs> I really, I didn't even all this time I didn't. Laura, do you like the Eagles?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was talking. To, I was calling to talk about Trey Turner a little bit, though. Okay. Like, how is this not the sign of the apocalypse that a player wants to be here because of us, because of fans?
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool, isn't it? It wasn't yeah. like this 30 years ago, Lauren. It wasn't even like it when you were with us 18 years ago. It wasn't. <laughs> this is something fairly new that people now see coming to Philadelphia as an awesome place to play. It wasn't. Al used to say – if he were a free agent, he would Except not come hockey. here. Except in hockey. It was right? the
5: place to come. For hockey, but for, not the other sports. And for, no, because the
3: place was full. It was, uh, you know, the money was flowing. There was no cap. It's so cool. Lauren, we're thrilled that you were part of it. I hope you recovered from having to work with us, <laughs> <Yeah>. specifically <me. laughs> yeah. Thank no, you, Lauren. Yeah, full fun. buildings super are fun. huge yes. for players. Now, I got I to gotta share this. This is not great. Mm-hmm. All right. Rhea, you would really on. So yesterday, yes. after I had gone, I went on the OGL Radiothon after the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And then I did a 45-minute sit-down yeah. with another former intern, Dave Urim, who is now at was KY. Was he wearing w. a mask? Yeah. No, Double mask. Was, There was a one time he wasn't. We were in a studio. <laughs> oh, okay. We were far away. Yeah. And he's interviewing me. All right. And he's really interviewing me. Ah. And he goes, I just got to ask you this. I hope you don't mind. What do you think it was like working for you?
2: wow wow he asked you that yes what did you say well i'm, I'm finding
3: out now in mm. my last days here right that i was a bad guy to work for or at least i was a demanding person
2: and you've mellowed
3: but no. am <laughs> i in, in my, here my producer goes you were right the first time and all i i mean, all i actually yes. was was just trying to make the show as good as i could
2: in an a, um, a interesting way.
3: See, even... Yeah, no, no, hell, who, I, I never knew. Yeah,
2: well, who got stuck knew. with being
5: like I had to be like St. Francis of Assisi, like, afterwards? Like, yeah, you people telling him, You know, please
4: don't... You know, you I know. never knew. I like how you use the past tense. Yeah. All right, <laughs> shut
3: up!
2: <laughs> I would like to point Correct. out, you called me twice this morning to scream?
3: Yes, I did. Okay. And you know why, man? Yes. Because I still care. <laughs> Two one five five nine two ninety four died. Right, uh Al, there's a great story attached to OBJ. And um <clears throat> so apparently somebody close to him divulged that he will never be a cowboy. <laughs> and they and the way they did it, you gotta hear. That's coming up next. WIP Sports Time, seven thirty seven.
2: Window Nation is spreading holiday cheer by saving you thousands from high inflation, escalating costs, and rising rates. By giving you 0% interest for five full years for a limited time, get 60 months with no interest payments. And that's in addition to Window Nation's amazing buy two, get two free savings. You get both if you call Window Nation now. We are facing the highest energy costs in over 25 years. And your bill could be as much as 28% more than the last year. So cut your energy bill use by up to 30%, increase your home's value. And get unheard of savings. Make zero interest payments for five years. Plus, get two windows free with every two you buy with no limit. With Window Nation's precision installation, your new windows will lock out the cold and keep your energy bills lower. And with no interest for 60 months, you'll have plenty of extra cash for your holiday spending. Hurry, this won't last long. Call Window Nation today, 866-90NATION or windownation.com. Get no interest for five full years and two windows free for every two you buy.
3: All right, welcome back. at 743 Top of the Hour at the Hall of Fame. It's Dick for Meals yes. coming up. Nine o'clock. Trey Turner right here on our show. Nice. You know, You definitely want to hear that. But I, I want to get you updated on uh, what's going on with Odell Becker because, uh, Al, he visited with the Cowboys on Monday. <laughs> and then Jerry Jones held the news conference. Yeah. So he went on the radio and he said – that uh, he's not optimistic that Odell Beckham would help the Cowboys at all because he's still a couple of months away from ACL surgery recovery.
5: Pretty much buried him.
3: He pretty pretty (laughs) much buried him. Well, uh, in case he wasn't fully buried at the Cowboys, uh, yesterday, uh, Danny Boy Hustle Hard. Actually, Daniel Chalet is his name. He is the official. He is self-described as. The official driver for Odell Beckham Jr. Oh. and Saquon Barkley, <laughs> and he al he is a uh, very very active on Instagram, Okay. and he is also highly profane. Okay, he uses the f word uh, like some people use the uh, or <laughs> ah, yeah. right? And Daniel Chalet went on to offer his views on OBJ going to Dallas, and here is what he t- he Instagram. You people thought Odell was going to the Cowboys, right? Let me tell you people something. I am better than bleeping Adam Schefter.
2: <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> awesome.
3: I am better than bleeping Jordan Schultz. Odell is not going to no Cowboys. You want to know where he's going? Yeah. Turn the, tune the bleep right here. In other words, he's going to New York. He's going to play for the Giants. Which al doesn't make sense because right now the Giants are on the fringe of the playoff race, but they haven't and Odell seen <laughs> is probably not going to be ready until mid-playoff time. Mm-hmm. He's six or eight weeks away.
5: Yeah, but right. Uh, but but you got to say if you actually, when you think you have a chance to win, yeah, you want him. Well, because you need depth because stuff happens late, like like the the Eagles signed. The two big guys, right?
3: Yeah, and it worked out. A jay if somebody gets hurt and then now you know what but here's the thing. What the hell? Marcus Hayes probed this issue Uh in the Eagles locker room in a column he wrote yesterday. And uh Marcus, do you get the sense that the Eagles are champing at the bit to bring in Odell Beckham? I get the sense that the players, especially AJ Brown,
4: the number one receiver is cool to the idea <laughs> and not like that's cool yeah. he is not interested no. in having odell beckham come and maybe disrupt the chemistry of a place that is really i mean the, the
3: their whole is bigger than the sum of their parts i think right. we can agree but here's the thing i read your column and i read right he didn't come out and say right no we don't need him here but he said the same thing that nick sirianni said which is that wide receiver room is very good. Right, it, there's a lot of talent there and a lot of camaraderie. Right, why do you want to mess with that with a guy? Didn't the Browns cut him because he was a bad guy? The Browns kind of cut him because he he had kind of checked out and they were kind of
4: he was lot, he was you know going to make him more, a lot more money. Didn't
2: his dad take the social media and, yeah, and rip it, the it was the, an absolute, the quarterback? Yeah. And that's oh. the thing,
4: people don't. Really, he wasn't traded to the Rams. He was cut right. and then there was a, there was an Odell Beckham Jr. For sweepstakes last year to sign him after he was cut by the uh, cut by the Browns.
3: Well, I'm going to tell you the truth, Ray. From now on, if I'm looking for information on Odell Beckham Jr., <clears> I'm going to go to bleeping Adam Schefter, <laughs> and that is not actually no. Adam Schefter. It's Daniel Chalet. You know what that guy is also driver. famous
2: for? So he drives a lot of the Jets and Giants players. Oh, he does. He was yeah. the one who picked up the shirtless Antonio Brown yeah, outside MetLife Stadium when we oh, did. Yeah. yeah.
3: But wait a minute. Don't rear. When you have a driver, do you want a driver that's always talking to you? Uh, No. (laughs) I I mean, on the very rare occasion where you have a driver, Uh, in fact, you would often say, Could you put up the screen so I. You don't even hear me if I'm on the phone. No, or some of us
2: it. are pleasant and say you know what, you know, a pleasantries, hey, but not hey. like that. Well, you you
3: use Uber, right? Really? Yeah, all the time, yes. All right. Do, do, do some of the drivers engage in conversation and some of them ignore you?
2: No, I always, I always get in and I say, hey, how you doing? And, uh, you know, if they're chatty, I chat with them. If they're not, all I don't. Right, I mean, on. I
3: just... Um... Let's do this out. Let's roll play Oh, players. God, here we go. I'm your driver, <laughs> and you're getting in my Uber. Yeah. Oh. All right. Hi, how are you?
2: Hey, great, how are you? What's going on? How are things I'm doing? doing
3: I'm doing great. Oh, you look kind of familiar. Do you do uh, do you do sports radio?
2: No, you I've never familiar? gotten that.
3: <laughs> All right, I you do not want my comments. Yeah, I, I, your voice sounds familiar. <laughs> Are you on WIP Radio?
2: No, I have. Although I what did, do you mean? No, uh, you're going to lie to me. I did get it in an Uber where the guy had the station on, and oh. as I was getting out, he he said something because I think a commercial by me came on. All and right. then he put two and two together, but that was no. it. No, all
3: right. Yeah, I recognize. Right. I hear your voice. You sound familiar.
2: Um. Okay. Role play. We're I,
3: role play it.
2: I usually no. just say okay. You just say okay. <laughs> yeah. And what, I go. What do what, you think of the do you birds and shit? Trying to get a better deal. <laughs> <do> you, what, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Never mind. It's over. I can't do it. She want, She's not coachable. Out.
2: I can't do it. Oh, well, you're just
3: finding this out as you're leaving? You no, know, when I did, I did this with Ruben the other day, he was good with it. Yeah. In right Spanish? Yeah, in that's Spanish, why he was he good was, with it, good in English. All right, anyway, do I have a question of the day back there? Yes, well, it's
1: brought time. to you by Armand Chevrolet. Over 85 vehicles available during Armin Chevrolet's Red Tag Year-End Event. Visit ArmandChevy.com and find new roads to Armin Chevrolet, closer than you think. What was the number one reason Trey Turner chose to sign with the Phillies? 14% say money, 19% say the fans, 30% his wife,
3: 37% Bryce Harper. Yeah. Harper wins the poll wow. so far.
2: Wow, I didn't see that coming. See, I would have leaned towards the wife. That was that would have been my answer.
3: Yeah, the lo- wife. All right, let's go back to the phones. We got Alex out of line now. I guess he was here before. You have a winner, Alex? Yeah, I got um, A.J. Brown as my winner of the week. That's a very, very good one. Rhea use A.J. Brown or John Middleton? Ooh, very good, but not my winner of the week. Not her winner. We'll go next to Brian in Wilmington. Hi, Brian. Hello, good morning,
1: team. How are you doing today?
3: We're good, Brian. What's on your mind, pal? 66 more days till pitchers and catchers, Angelo. Hold on a minute. You're looking past wow. an 11-1 football season. I mean, I'm, I'm excited about the Eagles, too, but... I mean six, we just signed Trey Turner. Sixty six okay. days. Are you done or do you want some more? I want a little more. <laughs>
0: and I think right, they're do you willing want, to
3: Brian? go. I want I want I want to get Shane Bieber. Shane Bieber oh, you're gonna make one. a trade with the Indians. Gonna make a trade. Is he available?
2: Everybody I mean, is to the
3: Phillies. Everybody's All right. available. <laughs> All right, hold on, Brian. What do you give it up for Shane Bieber?
2: You're gonna need to give up a lot. <laughs>
3: What do you give it up? I would, I would give up McGriffy. I would give up Abel. I wouldn't give up Painter. Right. What if they Maybe. hold out for Hoskins? Yeah, we what? could throw him in there if they would like it. Why should we? Why don't hate was, on Reese Why <laughs> are you hating on Hoskins? Rhea burst out laughing when I throw in our starting first baseman. What are you doing? It was funny. All right, so you are willing to give up Hoskins in the right deal. Is that right, Brian? I mean, I'd hate to because I like how his wife buys everybody at the fair of the deal. (laughs) All right, wait a minute. That can't be the number one. (laughs) Wives are big in Philly, right? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I do not think that John Middleton is done. No. I do not think Dombrowski is not still trying to get some more pitching in here. Mm -hmm. Right. I really don't think they're done yet. And I don't think the price tag is going to scare him. Now, Bieber, I would think, would still be out of fairly decent contract because yeah. he's young. Yeah. But why would the Indians trade him? He's good. I have no idea That'd why. be good. I'll take it. All right, give me a winner, a weasel. Who do you got, uh, Brian? I was going to get a winner, but I just thought of a weasel, I think, that's got a great chance. Yep. Yeah.
1: John Heyman. How do you not John check Heyman. your tweets before they go out? What right, did you already Here's did. the story.
3: <laughs> this is mind-boggling. It was five minutes. John Heyman, who is the number one uh, guy on uh, these sports yeah. reports, he's Adam Schefter. Yeah. He's bleeping Adam Schefter. <laughs> Al, for five minutes he said, It looks like the Giants are signing Aaron Judge. And then five minutes later he basically took it down and said, I was, no, not yet. I think it, he still thought he was going there. And the Yankee idiots, all the, they put down their French fries and went nuts. <laughs> All the yes. fat pig Yankee yes. fans oh. out. There was a five minute time where they stopped carbo loading. It was really exciting.
2: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, he's yeah. not the Weasley You beta. have a way to frame things not that is way. just it's special. Not,
3: you he know was, what? He was
2: told something
3: wrong. I know. I know. He was told something Here's the thing. I have it now when I'm here, and I know there's a lot of New York fans and stuff. Yeah, they got Yankee fans. I just tend to want to say more to <laughs> fat pig fans. I well, we know help. when they're coming by, the floor's shaking. <laughs> what's
4: wrong
5: with you guys?
3: Jimmy's up next from Oakland. Hi, Jimmy. How are you today?
5: Morning, team. Hey, Jimmy.
3: Jim, what's on your mind, pal? Well, uh, I love that the John Milton's throwing his money around like a sailor on shore leave, and I love to say
1: left <laughs> $340 million on the table. Right. Uh, I, when I look at the Phillies
0: at the end of the season, I didn't see shortstop as their biggest position of need. Is it possible that they have other plans, maybe center field for him?
3: No, 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 no. No, no they like Marsh in center field. No, they, they're going to move Stott to second. second, I guess, yeah. right? Second. second? Yeah, Marcus, well, was, is that what you think? Stott goes going. to second.
4: Yeah, he was always going to play second. This affects Sosa. Yeah, because Sosa will now be like a utility player who, right. so, you know, so maybe maybe he might play some center field. I'm just joking.
3: Right, but Segura, see, they're, they're plugging in the Segura hole. By well, Segura frigative. will play
5: third if they do trade Hoskins.
3: No, yeah. Segura's a free agent. They're not going to resign him, I but don't think.
5: If, if they move Hoskins, they will.
3: If they move Hoskins, they will, and yeah. then Bone will Both, be a first, first baseman. Yeah. Yes, that's the Ben Davis plan. Oh, really? Yes, Ben Davis so came out here. So it's not going to you.
2: happen? <laughs> Oh, Al, that is not No, right. no,
3: Ben Davis come on this week, and he said that's – he does not think Hoskins will be on the Phillies.
2: Oh, really? He,
3: and he said – I'm betting – that's
5: a, that's a tell. Can no, see? because
3: yeah. they're going to move – they're going to sign Segura, put him at third, move Bohm to first. That would make it a better defensive infield. And get rid of some of the strikeouts, because Hoskins is a strikeout machine. I have never machine. been on the same page with Ben. No, I, I can't Joe, I it. think we have the Ben. <laughs> if you can find it, Joe, I'll play it for you. Ben, da- It was one of the more dramatic moments of the week. Oh. We do have it. Here
0: is Ben Davis. I could possibly see a scenario. Gene Segura goes to third. Alec Bohm goes to first base, and they deal Reese Hoskins. <gasps> oh! Um, I, I, oh! I, 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 I think it could be a possibility. I, I don't see a scenario where where Reese Hoskins stays on this ball club. Um, you know may, that's yet to be seen. I'm obviously not the GM, but I think something's going to be going to be done to get another arm or two in here with regards to Reese Hoskins. Wow! All
3: right, and I'd like to apologize for the three ooze. Yeah. yeah,
2: but that you, is not you ruin cuts all the time. I oh! Do. oh, oh! I,
3: I don't know what's going on there, but I'm <laughs> hoping to correct it in the next two months. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy, winner or weasel? Who you got? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I got to go with the weasel. Uh, Doc Rivers' uh, scheduled loss talk this week. It's good. It's very, very good. And, Al, even later in the week, he went, you know, if I had an injured, if, if I didn't have any injuries, I would actually try to win all seven of these home games we got coming up. (laughs) <laughs> like he's not going to. Yeah, uh, Doc Rivers, Al, weasel of so the this, week. That was, that was this week. The, that was a scheduled was le- loss on Monday. I, you know what? Put him on. All right, you're in the odd deck. Uh, he, I, Al I, likes that, this that's
5: one. That's not what he said. It was, was, no, it what was There was no D. It, it was, was
4: scheduled loss. Lost, not yep. scheduled loss. Okay. Same thing. No, it's not. The lo- he was saying the loss was predicted by the schedule. It's not that they scheduled the game to but we expected right. to lose the game. There are two hugely different things.
3: You know, a lot of the
4: time I'm Isn't working with semantics? Demarcus. It's no, it's thing. not semantics. The schedule put them in a position where they were probably going to lose that game with the, that personnel. However, if you schedule a loss, which happens. We know that when you bench guys, when, when guys don't play on the road, that's a scheduled loss.
3: Those are two very different things. Just when I think Marcus is not going to be annoying, <laughs> he reemerges. Take
5: that D from schedule. Give it to Marcus.
3: There you yes. go. <laughs> when we return. would be the first one. When we return, we got the Hall of Fame Famer. Dick Vermeil coming up next. WIP Sports Time is 7.57. I love Steven Singer. I know a lot of people hate him. I love him. You know why? Because when we get the holiday season, he's my go-to guy for a real simple reason. You're going to need to buy a big gift. You know that. Every year. Around this time of the year, that's what you need. Steven siger has got it for you, and he knows if you're like me, you don't know much about jewelry, but you know a great jeweler when you meet one. That's Steven Seger. And right now, if you're looking for diamond stud earrings, which are the number one gift every Christmas season, you are going to want to go to IHateStevenSinger.com right now and order a pair of Anita diamond stud earrings. They're under $300. They're gorgeous. Flawless to the eye. near colorless. They come with a full value lifetime trade-in. You could trade up those diamond studs any and receive exactly what you pay for them On a new pier. Plus, you're going to get fast and free shipping both ways and the best guarantee of the business. Steven Singer's got a 100-day, 100% no-hassle money-back guarantee. You shop for Christmas at Steven Singer's with absolutely no risk. You can check it out at the other corner of the water. Order it right now at IHateStevenSinger.com.
2: Brought to you by Window Nation. Programming note. Trey Turner, the newly acquired 11-year, $300 million man for the Phillies, will be on the WIP morning show at 9 a.m. Eagles at the Giants Sunday, 1 p.m. A victory for the Birds would clinch a playoff spot for them. Giants defensive coordinator Wink Martindale was asked how he plans to stop A.J. Brown. Whew. Got
0: any ideas? He is a, he is a, it's like they got T.O. back there. Playing again, that's uh he, he's he's a problem, and you know we went against him when he was in Tennessee, and he's a big physical receiver that you you have to fight every play. I, I told uh, Jerome Henderson if he was a defensive player, he'd be an outside backer. That's how physically he plays a wide receiver.
2: Saquon Barkley limited in practice for the Giants as they're getting ready for that game Sunday against the Eagles. Barkley reported to have a neck issue. Call Window Nation now to get zero percent interest for five full years plus. Two windows free with every two you buy with no limit. Call 866-90NATION or windownation.com. NBC 10 first alert forecast sunny today. A high of 47. It is currently 36. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP.